Blog Talk Radio.
In the name of Amen, the Supreme, the All-Powerful, the one and only true Lord, and Amen we trust as the Republican Mentalite, the real 144,000 being gathered in this day and time, the Mentalists, the Amen race, the Bright race. Good evening, I am your host, the Intellectual Media Minkari, and this is Mentalite Radio, and tonight we're going to be discussing why it takes a real man to produce a real woman. You know, there's a reason why that phrase behind every good man is a good is a good woman or behind every great man is a great woman. How many of y'all are familiar with that phrase? And why do you think it's so popular? How many of y'all are familiar with that? Before I start, can everybody hear me? I want to make sure I'm coming in clear. But how many of y'all are familiar with that? And you're familiar with that um, saying, behind every good man is a good woman, right? I mean, behind every good man is a good woman. Behind every great man is a great woman. That's said because that goes in alignment with what I always teach you is that the man is the head of the family. The man is the lead of the family. And the woman co-helps or co-rules in the regions of the family. But the man is out in the front. Why? Because the man is the protection of the family. He is the one that lays down the law, and she's the one that smooths out the order once the law is laid down. That's how it goes. Again, a woman can't perform her job effectively as a woman of order. You see, when it comes to family and household things where it's important, she cannot perform her role as a real woman who keeps order about herself without a man. What do I mean by that? Notice that in a lot of homes where you have girls who are raised without a father, right, and they're raised by a female, black female or whatever, just a female who's liberated or whatever the case may be, a female who didn't have enough order in her life to know that she needed a man to raise a child with. Notice when those children come out of those unions, five times those children are disorderly. They're disorganized. Now, if nine times out of ten, those children come out and they are, have some order to them, the girls, the female, the girls, excuse me, the girls have order to them, it's because they had to see that somewhere. Maybe you had to see it from their grandmother and their grandfather or uncle and his wife, but they don't usually get it from a mother who is a single parent because she don't get to see that dynamic of the man and the woman operating together. Because I'm going to say this before I'm going to say it again, children are not supposed to be raised without two parents. It's supposed to be two parents to raise children, okay? If you do not have a man, you women get a man. You see, become a big, become a, a woman to a man who has another woman if necessary, but get with a man. Your children need to see the dynamic between men and women working together, living together, loving together, interacting and co-mingling together. They need to see that because it puts the young girl in mindset of what her role is when she becomes a woman in her own family, that which is to keep order. And she must see a strong man who keeps the law, who tolls the line, who goes out and takes care of the family, who earns money, who goes out and earns money, makes sure she's taking care of well her and the children. She don't have to be struggling or getting on no damn public assistance or no nonsense like that. You see, that's what they need to see early. They don't need to see their mother struggling, going to some job and leaving them as latchkey kids to raise their damn self because ain't nobody home to watch them. Their mothers need to be at home, and their fathers need to be out working for the family business. That's how that should go, and that's how, what they should see. 
and they should always learn that that's the way the rule of thumb is because a woman operates much better in a union than by herself. You see, she operates better in a union than by herself. Okay. Now, you know, when young women are out in the world and they get, you know, of course they're liberated, right, by their mothers who tells them, their liberated black mothers tell them, uh, or just the liberated women in general, not just the black, I'm not going to just put this all on the so-called black woman. I put it on all liberated women, white, black, and everything in between. When there's usually no father around or the father's a beta male, what does the liberated mother do, the female? What does she do? She tells her daughter to go out here and date men and, you know, get boyfriends and, you know, play the field and experience life before you settle down. That's what the liberated female says. The woman says, get you a husband, get you a man you're going to be with, connect with that man, just be with that man. And don't be out here bouncing with um, this one and that one. Get you one man, not no bunch of boyfriends. Because she had to be raised by a man to say that. See, if you're raised by a female who doesn't value men, then you will never value yourself because you'll be getting with every male who you think, you know, deserves your attention, your time, because they gave you a compliment or whatnot. You got plenty of females out here who show that they don't value themselves by the men that they pick. Tell me I'm wrong. Most of these females out here do not do not value themselves based, and you can look t- based on the men that they choose to lay with and have children with. You can tell they don't value themselves. Tell me I'm wrong. That's all you need to know. If a woman tell you how much of a queen and a goddess she is and all this other nonsense, and what, if she tell you all of that, look at who she going home to lay, with, lay down with. Look who she had children with. That'll tell you everything. That'll tell you everything. Forget all the BS she going to tell you about how she a queen and she a goddess and she's the most. Look at who she's laying down with. That'll tell you what, just what she think of herself. Right there. You see? Like y'all say, that part. That part. Same thing with goes with a man. If he tells you, oh, he the man, he this, that, and the third, and blah, 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 and then go home and see if he go home to Shaquita. When he go home to damn Shaquita, nasty-ass Shaquita, who got five different baby daddies, you see, that tell you right there how much he value himself and what he put his seed at. So don't tell me that you don't judge a man based on a woman, the woman that he keep or the man based on the woman that he got or the woman based on the man she got. Tell me y'all don't judge people based on that. Because if you don't, you're wrong. You're supposed to judge the man based on his woman and the woman based on her man. That's why I said it takes a real woman to be produced by a real man. You see, because, again, the man comes first. The man comes first as the Lord. You want to say, you lie, you women want to say, you stand beside the man. You don't want to stand beside the man. Because, like I said, if you stand beside the man and something happens and he goes down or y'all both go down, who's going to raise the baby? The woman should only be raising the child when it's an absolute emergency that she has to raise the child by herself. And then over time, she should be looking gradually, you know, within the community to get another husband. A husband that she knows that's in the community that can be right for her children. She she ain't going to be worrying about him touching her children or nothing weird. or He ain't going to be put off by the fact that she has a child. Things like that. He doesn't mind being a stepfather to that child, somebody within the community. See, this is all community things. That's how that's supposed to go. You see, 
She's not supposed to be alone for her, by, for, by herself for the rest of her life. She's supposed to um, cling on to another man or become part of a man with his, uh, an extended merger. She's supposed to become a part of that. She's not supposed to be by herself. Okay? That's not good for your children to see. Your daughters need to see the interactions because, again, she'll go out here and get a male. Because, you know, girls are going to go after boys. Boys are going to go after girls. That's going to happen. That's going to happen. Now, what turns a person's life to crap, at that point when they're young and they're impressionable and they you know, and they horny and they, you know, they sexually driven and they, and they coming into they, the, into they, um, selves as, you know, mature young adults and they're going to want to interact with a, uh, the opposite sex. Based on who they connect themselves to, that's going to determine how they're going to turn out in life, man. Whether they're going to let themselves be dragged in through, the, through the damn mud or they're going to stand up like real men and real women. But that's only going to happen if you've got a real man and a real woman to stand up next to. How many of y'all worry about, of course, you're going to worry about who your son or daughter ends up with, right? Are you not going to worry about that? Are you not going to worry about who, who your son or daughter is going to end up with, who's going to, who they're going to have children with, yes or no? Is that a yes or no? Is everybody worried about who your children are going to end up with? You know why you're worried about that? Because you know you're worried about that because you know that if your daughter or your son ties themselves to that person, then that is a genetic connection they done made. So if your children, so if your grandchildren come out slow, if your grandchildren come out with some crazy disease or something bugged out with them, you know that that was based on the bad choice your daughter made. Because again, whatever bad choice your daughter makes is going to define the rest of her life. If she if she gets into a union where she's miserable, it's going to define the rest of her life. If she makes bad choices, it's going to define the rest of her life. If she has to spend her 20s and 30s arguing for somebody her age to get his shit together so that he can take care of the family and he got to be struggling and he's still getting by and he's learning on the job, ain't no learning on the job when it comes to producing a woman. A man has to be already produced in order to produce a woman. In other words, he has to already gone through becoming a man before he can bring a woman into womanhood. She has to go into womanhood at 19, 20 years old. She has to start becoming a woman because she has to start becoming, preparing herself to become a mother. She has to start preparing herself to become a mother. She ain't got time to get uh, uh, be on, on the job training with a male or somebody who her age where she's trying to learn or he's trying to learn how to be a man and he's still growing. She already grown already. She's looking to be brought into womanhood. She's already matured to full adulthood. She's already matured as far as being ready in that young woman stage to have children. She's matured to that. She's ready for that stage. She ain't ready for no boyfriend. She don't. She don't be bypassed all the little boyfriends that she done had in high school. Unfortunately, you see, because that's the time where your, your daughters, if you're not watching them, that's the time they go to their little slut stage, where they got a little a bunch of little boyfriends on the low they ain't telling you about. This is why you got to keep your eye on them. That's the time they go through their little slut stage, their little fast-ass stage at 14, 15 years old, between 14 and damn 17 or 18 when they go through their little slut stage. You see, because they out here being influenced by other little sluts. Because they they was raised by adult sluts. And they tell them to go out here and do this and do that and suck this and suck that and do this, twerk and move your hips that way and ride this guy. All kind of stuff they learning that they shouldn't be learning. But see, again, that's what happens 
when they don't have the image of a woman to be raised in. That's what happens when they don't have the image of a woman to be raised in and a woman to see a man to who she saw raise that woman. You see? Let me tell you something. Women early on remember the strength of a strong man. You already, you know, my daughter's four months. She's going to be five months. My daughter's going to be five months old. When she's upset and she's screaming at her head off at her mother and yelling at her mother and, you know, just basically screaming her head off, you know, because she's fussy. When she's doing all that, all I got to do is go, hey, hey, hey. And I ain't got to do a lot. I go, hey, hey, hey. And she stops immediately and looks at me and stops in her tracks. She stops in her tracks. Her mother, when her mother do it, it don't work. I do it. She listens. And she stops, and she calms down. You see that? Because that's the beginning of me making a woman out of her, a young woman, so that she understands a man's authority and that she should hold her tongue when a real man is in her presence. Respect that authority, especially from her father. So then when she's grown and she's ready to go on to her husband, she's already looking and she has a healthy respect for men. And she can be raised into a woman. So a man would be honored to have her as his woman, as his wife. He would be honored to have my daughter because she knows what it is to respect a man because her father taught her that. Her father taught her that. He made her a woman first. By showing showing his daughter that he's a no-nonsense man. She knows she come from a real one. She don't come from no beta male. You see, she don't come from no male that's absent in the household. She don't come from some male that's going to basically let her do whatever she want to do. Then she'll be raised up like a young girl where she's going to be out here trying to run over all these males out here, and then eventually one of them snap on her and kill her out here. See, she's going to know how to respect a man and how to stay away from males. She's going to know what a man is and what a male is and which one to gravitate toward and what to stay away from. See, my daughter's going to know that. You see, she's going to know that. So, yes, it does take a man to produce a woman because this man is going to produce a real woman, something that a husband, father of her children, will be happy to receive, pure, pure. Pure mind, pure body, pure soul. That's what all fathers should be thinking of when they are having daughters and raising their daughters. That's what all should, be, should always be in your father's mind. You should never, you women who have these men, these great men, if you are fortunate enough to have a great man like this to father your daughters, you should never, never, ever allow your daughters to see you going against the word of her father. Never. Never. It should always be as what your father said. Always. Do y'all hear me? It should always be what did your father say. And you trust in your father's judgment. And you do as your father says. No, oh, you know, oh, like like a lot of these black children do or children in general do when they see that the mother and father are not on the same line, they're not in alignment together when they see that. Oh, the father tell the daughter or the son something. They go to their mother, Mom, could I do this, that, and the third? Or what your father said? He said no. So he's really looking for you to say yes and go against your husband, go against your man. That's really what they're looking to do. They're looking to sow seeds of dissension. 
The mother should be like, well, why are you asking me if your father said no? That's what, your, that's what the mother should say. And might slap his damn face for trying it or scold him. What did your father say? That's what he said, and that's what it is. He's the Lord, and I keep the order. We don't work, we don't work separately. We work together, you see. And that's how real women or real men produce real women. That's how. See, a man will continue a woman on that journey. You see, he will continue a woman on that journey because, like I said, if she had a father in her life, or maybe she might not have had a father in her life, like I said, he will continue her on that journey. He will continue her on that journey to being a real woman where a man can appreciate the man that she ends up with because she's already in alignment to what it is to be a wife and a mother. She's already in alignment because she saw it. She was molded in that. Because she had been a real woman that she needs to be to be to maintain a family and all that. If she was out here just being liberated by herself, could she really maintain a real family? Y'all already know how those unions and those families turn out when there ain't no man around. You already know. You already know how they turn out. You already know how the, the um, boys in those in those relationships end up turning out. If they turn out some way halfway decent, like I said, that's a, that's a, that's an anomaly. Nine times out of ten, you know they're going to be too damn emotional. They're going to be messed up and everything. And they're not going to be good for no woman. They're not going to be good for no woman. They're going to be too damn weak, too damn emotional. You see, erratic, unpredictable. And those are the ones who end up leaving. Those are the ones who end up, you end up laying with a lot of you young girls up here, end up laying up with because he cute, because he got good hair, his skin, this complexion, he lighter, all that nonsense. Right? He a pretty boy and all this other stuff. Next thing you know, that pretty boy done knocked you up and went about his business because he never learned what it was to be a man. He never learned what it was to be a man because his mother didn't know what, didn't know what a man was. His mother didn't know what a man was. So, therefore, he don't get to see a man. He don't got no man in his life. Y'all follow what I'm saying to you? You see how it's a trickle-down effect from the woman when she don't accept her role as a woman by seeking out a real man, how it becomes a trickle-down effect in her life to her children and everything. The woman is the woman that she is and the woman that she becomes in the context of a family and the man that's next to her. That's how she becomes a woman, you see. Because... What else does a woman mean if she's not in the context of the family um, structure and things like that? What does that mean? If she has not uh, stood up and, you know, and, and carried children forward and things like that, what does that mean? She could be a lady. She could be a female. That's fine. But what did she come here to do? Ultimately, what did she come here to do? You see, unless she has some sort of accident where she couldn't have children or bear children or something like that, that's different. But ultimately, what do women come here to do? They come here to carry children. You are built to carry children, which means you're built to operate within a family structure. And the only way you can operate in a family structure, if a father is the head of the family and the mother is the co-regent or the co-head of the family and whatnot, the law and the order, working in alignment together. That's where the woman finds her purpose in her children and raising and rearing her children and bringing out the things in herself through them and herself as well, but especially through them. Because 
in your life, whatever you accomplish, you're going to accomplish but so much. What will greatly be your greatest accomplishment will be what you live out in your children, what you produce in them, what you inspire in them. That is your greatest work right there. What you produce in the children and what who you choose to be their father. Who you choose to be their father. You see, that's the greatest work you could produce right there. So when they look and they say, you know, they proud to say this person is their father. I'm con- I'm connected to this one. People look at them and look at you with admiration because you were able to, you know, encounter and connect with a man such as that that would then produce you. Good example of this. Look at down boy Elijah Muhammad. Right? I got to I got to use him as an example. I'm gonna keep using the messenger as an example. You see, you see those young women who became his wives mothers of his children. You see those young women he had? You see the regal position they took on in the nation of Islam. Now, those women were young and pretty and things like that. They could have had young men. They could have had young men, young soldiers in the nation. They were young, pretty women, right? So why would they get with the messenger and he's up in age and things like that? Why would they get with somebody like Elijah Muhammad and he's up in age? These women are up in their 20s. These women in their 20s, some in their 30s. And this man is well up into his 50s and, or 60s, yeah, well up in his 60s and making babies with young women. You know why? Because those women recognized the greatness of that man, and they wanted a piece of that greatness for themselves, inside themselves. I don't mean to be graphic. Inside themselves and inside their children, their offspring. Y'all follow what I'm saying? So they looked at the power in that man that would make them greater women. Look at Mother Tynetta, she became a great woman in the nation going around speaking. Now, had had it not been for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, if she had been that woman, had it not been for the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, had she had not laid with that man, had children with that man, been in close proximity with that man, soaked up that man's wisdom and things like that, carried his seeds, could she have been the woman she was without the Honorable Elijah Muhammad? Hell no. Hell no. So he produced a woman. He produced a real woman. She was real to the people in the nation, you see, because whenever you have that, whenever you have that, a strong man, he's going to by nature produce a strong woman. He's going to produce that. He's going to bring that strength out of a woman because, see, a weak woman ain't going to want a strong man. Let me tell you right now, I know that from from. I know that from damn experience. Trust me when I tell you, a weak woman, listen to me now, a weak woman don't want a strong man. They don't. A weak woman wants an even weaker man because she can always, uh, uh, um, I want to say she can always um, uh, 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 manipulate that man. She can manipulate his weaknesses. She knows his weaknesses because she's weak. She vibrates off weaknesses. So she can always manipulate a weak-minded man. She she don't want a strong-minded man because he's going to see her weaknesses and he's going to chastise her for her weaknesses and he's going to criticize her to get stronger. And if she can't stand up to that that uh, to that uh, um, if she can't stand up to that chastisement, if she can't stand up to that, she's going to fold, and eventually she'll fade. You see, because she don't want to really stand up to be a real woman. She don't want to stand up to be a real woman. She want to be a female out here. She want to be weak-minded. You see, she want weak-minded males to be with. 
play with. Because see, weakness feeds weakness, and they never, and you don't never have. When you're a weak person, you don't never have to worry about nobody who's up, who's weak, like you chastising you. But how you say, uh, um, iron strengthens iron, steel sharpens steel. How they go? So of course, if a woman gets with a strong man, she has that strength, in and she's looking to pull that more of that strength out of her. She's looking for somebody to pull that strength out of her because they're going to work good as a strong team. You see, they can have real conversations. You don't have to sugarcoat the conversation. You don't have to, you know, make it to where you're talking to a child. That's real men and real women. Real men and real women have real conversations, serious conversations, serious lovemaking. Everything is serious about real men and real women, man. Like I said, when you a child, when you got a childlike mentality, when you got a female-like mentality, you want somebody weak-minded and simple-minded like you. How many weak and simple-minded females have you seen with weak and simple-minded males? They go hand in hand. Never would you see a strong woman with a weak-ass male. She's not going to do that because she knows that weak-ass male will eventually weaken her. A man should always be leading a woman, not the other way around. A woman should not be leading no man because if a woman leads a man, then that's not a man, that's a male. That's a male. That is a male. The man tells the woman what to do. He takes charge. You see, he's bold. He's courageous. As a man is supposed to be. I don't care what size he is. I don't care how big he is, how small he is, but the man has to be the bold one, the courageous one, because he brings out that strength in the woman. You see, he brings out that strength in the woman. A lot of times when you see a lot of these females become full-on lesbians and bulldaggers and whatnot, when you see them become like that, that's because they lack the presence of a real man in their life. So they had to become, a, they ended up trying to become a, a, a fox man, or you know how you say a fake man, when you see these bulldaggers. You see, they take, they want to become men because they, they lack that in their life. They didn't have a man to look to in their life, and they probably grew up seeing their mother getting her ass whooped and beat on by men and abused by men, and that made them angry, and probably some of those men that molested her. So then what happened? She totally dropped, kicked, cuts off that feminine that feminine energy, she totally cuts it off. She totally cuts it off because she sees feminine energy is weak, um, represents weakness because she had to see her mother being abused by males. She had to see a man or a so-called male in power. So what does she do? She rises up and she becomes trying to mimic a man. You see, she starts to try to mimic a man because she recognizes that uh, the image of a man is real power even if she got to be a false image of it. Even if she got to be a false image of it, she realizes what the true image of power is, and she wants to become that. That's why you see these bulldaggers walking around like that. That's why they want to mimic, they, they delusional. They, they said to themselves, it was a point where they said in themselves that they don't never want to be dominated by or uh, not, you know, being that they never had that connection with masculine energy, they felt like that energy was used to beat them over the head because their mother couldn't choose real men. Their mother, I guarantee you, go through all them lesbian-type relationships. There's no way you're going to tell me in those lesbian relationships real fathers was home, real men were home. You see, rarely will you ever tell me that. 
You see? So always keep that in mind. You want your daughters to be with real men because you know if she's with a real man, he's not going to take no nonsense from her. He's going to force her to do what? Be a real woman, a stand-up woman. He's going to force her. If your daughter's with a young boy, somebody her age, he's going to keep her being a female a lot longer. She's going to go through at least 10 to 15 years of being a damn female before she gets to be a woman because all the energy and the struggle she's going to have going back and forth with him because, again, when a man says something, when a real man lays down the law, it shouldn't be no question of anything. It shouldn't be no back and forth. She should know that that's real, that's law, that's the end of the argument. Nowadays, when you see these females going back and forth with these males, is because they don't respect them. They don't really see them as men. They don't really respect them or see them as men. That's why they buck up. They talk crazy. You see, they disrespectful with their goddamn mouth because they don't respect them as real men because these guys nine times out of ten was not raised by men. They was either raised by a male or they was raised by their mother, which is pretty much the same thing. Because the male, just like the mother, is operating off the same feminine energy. You see? Well, he don't instill nothing real in his son. He don't instill nothing real in his son, just a bunch of fluff. Just, I'm going to take my son to go shopping and get some toys, or I'm going to take my son shopping to go get a haircut and get some sneakers and some clothes. You know, them type of fathers, them fathers they don't got shit to teach their son about being a man. All they can do is take their sons out to a damn sports game or play damn video games with their children, their son, or, or or get them a haircut. You know, just just nonsense, just material stuff to, to make up for the fact that you really got nothing to teach your son. You don't know how to teach your son to be men because a lot of you guys are not men. A lot of you guys are not men. You ain't got nothing to teach your son. Uh, stay out of trouble, little nigga. Peace, peace out. Stay out of trouble, little nigga. You'll wear a condom when you have sex with them girls. That's that's all you niggas got to that's all you niggas got to teach your son. That's it. You see? Yeah, exactly. Little Nas ex fathers. Yeah. You uh, you already know he it wasn't no father in his house. You see, what you know he was raised by a black female. Because a lot of these black females, they'll do anything for money. So he got that same spirit on him of a black female. He'll do anything that for he'll do anything for some damn money, even um, humiliate himself. But I don't believe he's sweet at all. I think he's just doing a nigga, stupid nigga, doing anything for money for these Caucasians to further emasculate the image of so-called black men. That's all he is. He got the spirit of a hoe on him anyway, like most of you black males do today. But anyway. How are you going to produce real women with males like this? How are you going to produce real women with males like this? She's not going to even want to be with them. Hell, why do you women in the, why do you women in the first place? Why do you like strong men in the first place? If it don't matter, if you already come strong and you think that you come strong and, you know what I'm saying, you already strong already inside, like a lot of you women say, well, I'm strong already. I don't need a man to be strong and whatnot. So then why do you seek out strong men? <coughs> why, why, do, why do strong women? What is the difference? It, don't, don't you judge a woman by her strength, by the type of man she seeks out? Now, if a, woman, if a woman says she's a strong woman already and she gets a weak man, is she really strong? 
If a woman says she's a strong woman, yet she's with a weak man, let's say she were a damn homosexual. Because you even got females like this nowadays who say, oh, I'm a strong woman. And I'm, I my, my, I had one, one say she's a strong woman. Her husband, he a homo. He, he gay or some shit she said. He a homo and whatnot. But she's strong enough for both of them. But just let's just say, can can you respect that? Can you can you accept her as a strong woman, but and she's with a with a weak man, an effeminate man? Okay, so now if you see that same strong woman, another strong woman, she says she's a strong woman, and you see she with a strong masculine man and whatnot, a real man, you're gonna be like, okay, that goes that goes together. Strong woman, strong man. You already gonna know by association that's who she with. You see, by association, that's where he ain't got no sugar in his tank. He got a very strong presence, a strong masculine presence. That's how you're going to know whether she's a strong woman or not. That's how you're going to know. You see. So when you see a lot of these females alone, especially black females alone by themselves, I'm a strong black woman. No, they, yeah, you know you're not. No, you're not. You allow black women trying to put on like you're strong. You allow black women. You ain't a strong black woman. Loud and strong are not synonymous with one another. Loud and strong are not synonymous with one another. You got a lot of loud black females out here calling themselves strong black women. And the reason why they loud is because ain't nobody to shut their goddamn mouths for them. Ain't no, ain't no man around to shut the hell up. That's why they loud. And they wish they had a man in their life to tell them to shut the hell up. They wish they had a man to tell them, sit your ass down, shut your goddamn mouth. They wish they had that. Deep down inside, they out there running their mouth, doing the most out here, making fools out of their damn self, walking around with blonde wigs on their head and all that crazy shit all over themselves because there's no man there to tell them, cut that crazy shit out. That's why you see these black females out here bugged out of their mind, walking around with blonde wigs on their head, walking around with stupid ass eyelashes. That's that those those are, they look look who next to them. Next time you see one of these young black females out here with the blonde wig on the damn spider light, spider spider eyelashes on, look who usually walking next to them. It's usually some black male with his young black male with his pants hanging off his ass. How many of y'all have seen that? It's usually some young, simple-minded-ass black male next to him with his pants hanging off his ass. You see? Some damn skinny jeans on with, it, with, his, ad, with his pants hanging off his ass purposely. That's who next to the damn, uh, 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 that's who next to the young female. Because ain't no real man going to have, have his woman walking around looking like that. And she ain't trying to be with no real man because she know ain't no real man going to tolerate that. That's exactly why. So always keep that in mind. Like I said, you see better women, the better grade of women usually come from relationships and unions where there was a father in the home and a mother in the home. They usually come from there. They usually come from those type of unions, you see, where there were mothers and fathers home, okay? They usually come from those kind of unions of mothers and fathers. Real men who kept care of uh, a family, kept roof over their head, fed the children, took care of them, right? Those were real men. 
men who went out to work, came home, wife home, taking care of the children, taking care of the house, taking care of the finances, things like that. That's where a real woman is. That's what a real woman is. You see, that's what a real woman is. I'm not coming down on women who have careers and things like that, interests and things that you want to do, and whatever the case may be, you might be want to be a doctor, a dentist, lawyer. There's nothing wrong with that. Not at all. I'm not coming down on women who do that. But like I said, a lot of times those women, like, they need strong men to help guide them through those times when they're going through those studies and things like that. They need strong men by their side to keep them, you know, balanced, okay? Because when they're going through that, like, a good example, that when my mother was uh, going through nursing school, my father worked and took care of everything so she just so she can focus on becoming a nurse. So she needed him to hold her down so she could become that nurse, hold down the house and, the, you know, what the family needed. He told her, I'll, I'll take care of everything. I'll take care of the bills. You got to finish up um, nursing school. And he didn't let her work. You see, so it took the strength of my father to make sure that my mother became that nurse, that registered nurse. And she'd been over 30 years, way over 30 years. She done been that registered nurse. Just because of the sacrifice he made, he could have been a nigger and been like, "Shit, I ain't working no two. I ain't working. I, I, you gonna have to work, find a way to work and do that. If you can't bring in no money, he could have been like that, like a lot of males would be. But he wasn't selfish because he knew that that would benefit her and the family. You see, you see, you know. Of course, he, of course, you know, uh, he was, you know, it was, uh. You know, he knew it was going to bring more money in the house, too. So let's just, you know, he was pragmatic about it, too. He knew more money was going to come in the house, too, down the, down the line. So he was being a pragmatist. But still in all, that's what real men are. Real men are pragmatists. You see, they're pragmatic in their motion, their movement, especially when they're telling women, you know, what type of things to pursue, things like that, what you're going to do if you're going to do that. You know, you have to be practical. You have to be practical in the things that you do you know, and the women that you choose, you see, because men, one of the things men seek and real women, this is what real men seek. Women, men seek women who are malleable. Men, real men seek women who are malleable. When I say malleable, you know what I mean? Those who can be molded. Those who can be molded. You see, meaning, and not even so much molded, those who are, you know, already in a certain mold of behavior when it comes to men. They're more in a certain behavior when it comes to men. You know, they know how not to get out of pocket, act out, talk crazy, not being disrespectful or whatever the case may be. They know how to have respect for themselves, cover themselves up, not walking around here with their body showing, looking around here with their hair looking ridiculous and whatnot. See, when you see that, when you see that, that is a female who does not have a man in her life. That's a female who does not have a man in her life. No real man is going to allow his woman to walk around looking like that. No real man is going to allow a woman to walk around looking like that. You see? And before that can happen, before that can transpire of that real man who is or who has found the essence of that real woman in alignment to what he is portraying in alignment to what he is trying to convey. It must be understood that that man 
and what he brings together with that woman will produce ultimate power. That will produce thousands upon thousands of future generations of children and men and women, young men and women who will come forward from their from the parents to the children to the grandchildren to great great grandchildren who have that order and structure in place. It's almost like building a dam. You have the the army, the uh, the beehive, where you see all the bees working together and and you know managing the um, bees, the um, the uh, uh, the drones working together to harness the you know the beehive and things like that. And they all working and using. That's how your family structure is supposed to be. That's how the family structure is supposed to be. It ain't supposed to be one bee over there. Ugh, he ain't, the bee ain't trying to, this, the female bee, she over there, one of them over there out of out of pocket with, with, by themselves and not doing what they're supposed to do to keep the hive going, you know, playing their position. That's not how it's supposed to be. You see, that's how the black race is right now. The black race is all out of order. They're out of order. The women are out of order. The men are out of order. To whereas they by you know pretty much by default everybody's able to come up off of our backs based on this disorder, this disorderly conduct that our people are, um, have been portraying for the last couple of hundred years. This disorderly conduct. You see, it has been our disorderly conduct, our childish behavior that has kept us from being real men and real women. Thus, the real law and the order of this planet. You see, our inability to work together collectively as an international community, as an international community, our inability to work together as one mind, one body, one soul is based on, first and foremost, the building block, which is the man and woman relationship. The man and woman relationship has to be intact. It has to be tight because that is the nucleus of the unit in which you build your family structure on children, things like that. That has to be tight. And from there comes community, and from there everybody. And like I said, the brothers, they establish their connection because they being real men. The women are establishing real – the women are establishing real womanhood because they being real women to their men. And like I said, that's what keeps women together. When you got a group of women who have men who are collectively about the same thing within something, that be and those men are strong. That starts to breed a strong woman, a, a strong womanhood, a strong sisterhood. When they see strong men that they can look to, who are the fathers of their children, men who are, they with, that starts to build a strong sisterhood. Now, t- now add in some some ratchet ass whore, some some slut, some some female so who who ain't got no man. Add her into the mix, and she see pretty much all the women are you know are in alignment with some with a man or something like that, or they linked up with somebody. And the women are pretty satisfied with their life. You add in the, the ratchet female who got no man. She coming in there. She telling you about all of all of a sudden the man problems. All oh, these men ain't doing this and these men ain't doing that. And, and yeah, the men abusing the women. And they start making up all kinds of uh, uh, um, drama where there is none. We experienced that in here before. Okay. I know of what I speak. You add one of them in there, those ones who ain't never had no real man in their life, or they might not be dealing with one at that current moment. They bring that, that venom out. They put that venom out. You see, they try to spew venom between the man and the women. They try to spew that venom because they angry. They disillusioned. They disappointed. And the choices they made in life for the males they laid down with. So a lot of them spew that venom. Y'all all got aunts and your, your aunts and your cousins and all of them who done been in relationship with a bunch of males, got a bunch of different baby daddies, 
and they some bitter black bitches, and they angry. You know what I'm talking about. They're the bitterest, blackest bitches on earth. They hate all men until some kind of layup with one of them gets some money off them. Raw and uncut. You see? They mad that they mad for the bad decisions they made. They mad for the bad decisions they made. They pissed off at the males that they chose. That's the craziest thing. They How are you going to be mad at the bad decisions you made in life? Because ultimately, it is the woman or the female who makes the decision. I don't care how much a guy tries to rap to you and tell you how good you look, how fine you are, talk to you, be your friend, try to get every way to get in your pants, whatever. Like I said, ultimately, you give them the green light to get in your pants. Ultimately, you give him the green light to impregnate you. Ultimately, you give him the license to mess up your life. You give him the license. So what the hell are you running around mad for? Be mad at yourself. Don't be mad at the men. Don't even be mad at the males. It ain't their fault. You got to take responsibility for you. If you're going to be a strong woman out here, and the first thing you got to do if you want to be in the image of a real man, if you want to be a strong woman, a real man, a strong man takes responsibility for all his actions. And that's what a woman is supposed to do as well. You see, a real man, a strong man, has got no problem with saying, I made a mistake. That's my fault. You know what I'm saying? That's what a real man ain't got that problem saying that. You see? A real man ain't got no problem saying that. It's my fault. He want to, you know, he'll just take it and own it and just try to grow but you might grow beyond it. But see, and a, a real woman will do the same thing. See, a female, she blaming everybody but herself. Oh, this one did that. I'm going to get, get another guy. Oh, this one did that. I'm going to go get another guy. Oh, see, I ain't like, I'm going to go get some of somebody else. I ain't like what he did. I'm going to go ahead and get, but it ain't never her. It ain't never her. That's the female in her because she see, she never had a real man to look at, a real man who she see that would take take responsibility for his actions. She never got to see or have be uh, exposed to the character or the, the personality, the persona of a real man. She never had that. You see, and her mother probably nine times out of ten never had that. So she, just by virtue of that, is not going to happen. She's going to always look to blame men or males for the bad decisions they make. And that is not a strong woman. That is a weak female. That is a weak female. And the goal is not to produce weak females. The goal is not to produce weak females. Okay. The goal is always to produce strong women. And the only way to produce strong women is by producing strong men. And that starts with the nucleus, the unit of men and women. Building that. Right back. Yeah. 
myself I'd give plenty time To all these decisions lying in my mind Holding hands or put my arms around her way Neither one of these two will I try and save Taking my time to work the problem out Yet trying to that there is no need for Remember when we first met, we were only friends. Throw a kiss or try to taste the tenderness. We'll defeat the factors that will make our life a trip. But just in case things don't settle well with her, I'll say that I'm sorry and keep hoping for the How to go Is she mine I want to know So don't Thank you. 
How many of y'all heard women say, I, it take, it's going to take a real man to heal, deal with me. It's going to take a real strong man to handle me. How many of y'all heard women say that? How many of y'all heard women say that before? It's going to take a real man to have to deal with me. It's going to take a real man to have to deal with me. I, I need a strong man to handle me. Right? Now, why would women say things like that if they were not, uh, if they didn't know that if, they didn't have a strong equal to match them or someone that would bring out that strength in them that they would run over the man. Now, the only way to stop you, stop a woman from running over a man is a man has to be that much stronger, that much powerful, that much more mentally focused than her to stop that. But if you get with a, get a woman and you put her with a, put her with a, a male, she's going to run all over him. She's going to be looking for the strength in that man. And when she can't find it, she's going, oh, you faggot. Oh, you let me talk to you. They'll do stuff just to, just to try and bring it out of them. A lot of times when you see a lot of these women, these females, I should say, some of them, they, when, they, 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 um, when they could run over a man and they, like, basically start berating the man and, you know, emasculating the one, they really want the man to stand up and fight back. They really want him to stand up and put her in her place. They really want that. They're just trying to see how far they can go with it before he stand up and put them in their place. And usually when that happens, they don't have no more problems. Usually everything is all in line. They ain't bucking up no more. They listen, uh, uh, yes, no, yes, 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 no, whatever, and all respect, everything. Because that man showed that he ain't going to take no shit from nobody, especially from men, not women, nobody. Once that man showed that, he stood up and showed that he was a real man, then that woman is ready to follow him. She's ready to follow him. You see, he can lead her then. See, because, you know, I hate to make this analogy, but when a lot of you black women, just women in general, these female liberated females, when you raise up under your your female mother, your liberated black female mother, or just your female mother, you know, your female she got that female energy on that liberated spirit on her. When you raise up under that energy, you a lot of these the girls that come out of those unions, it's like you 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 a wild you like a wild stallion. You like they like wild stallions. They just wild. They talking crazy. They fighting in the damn street. They acting un unladylike and things like that because they haven't had a man to break them. See, a man, a strong man, has to break them because when these females when they act they act like wild horses. You see disrespectful with their mouth, talking crazy and whatnot, but it takes a man to break them. They know that. They like wild-ass stallions. They take, it takes a real man, a buck breaker, to break them and put them in line. You see? What your Harazad Ali said? I don't suggest the men go that far, but, hey, sometimes open hand slap to the mouth do damn work. As a shock, as a as a form of shock treatment. Am I saying go ahead and slap your woman up? I ain't saying all that now. But I'm just saying, some of them know they go that far, you know, because they ain't they ain't used to being in alignment with a man. You see, they still got they they, they still got that black female juice all over them from their mama. They still got that black female juice all over they from them from their mother. You know what I'm saying? And she didn't know how to treat no man. That's why ain't no man with her black ass. That's why she's sitting alone and, 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 and living in a damn bucket of ice cream. You see? That's why she um, sitting around don't want you to have no relationship with no man. Because she didn't know how to treat a man. 
because she really deep down didn't want a man. She wanted a male that she could manipulate, you see. Or, or, or sometimes she wanted a man, sometimes she wanted a male, she don't know, which again left her by herself, you see. So you got to keep that in mind. The women are looking for men who challenge them, who can check them. Because when women are emotional like that, you know, a lot of women are still on that lunar frequency. They're still in their emotion. They're still in their feelings. They're still on that mindset of, you know, putting their putting they emotions ahead of their logical thinking. A lot of females are still with that. And a lot of you women who are women in training, a lot of y'all picked up that energy from your female family members, your female friends, your, your female mother, who, who, you know, who never grew into being women. So when you aspire to be a woman, the first thing you got to do is get the hell away from them. That's the first thing you got to do before you before you can even become a woman. If you a young woman in training, first thing you got to do is get the hell away from them. Get away from your female friends, your mama, your aunt, and all of them with their lonely asses. You see, who want to sit around and watch love and hip hop and eat ice cream all day? You see. And 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 uh, uh, go out to and go out to the damn uh, all you could eat spot. You know, they 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 gain they about to gain they about to go on their second ton. You see, so you want to definitely stay away from them because you mess around with them, you're gonna be bitter and alone just like them and angry. You see, because you know, you see plenty of them up in the damn um, food spot with their damn hair bonnets on. You see plenty of them. That's your angry black female who ain't had sex in ten thousand years. You see. So you definitely want to stay away from them if you're looking to become a real woman. You definitely don't want to include them in on your talks about um, whatever's going on between you and your man. You don't definitely don't want to do that because what they're going to first thing they're going to do is tell you, oh, leave that nigga alone. Leave him alone. Come, leave him alone because really what leave him alone means come over here and be miserable with us. That's what that means. That's what that, that's what that translates into. We tired of your happy ass getting sex on the regular and having a real man in your life. So since we can't ever get that in our life, our life is pretty much done. We washed up. So we want you to come over here and get washed up with us. That's what that translates into. You see? That's what that all that really translates into because when the black female, when she's miserable, she wants everybody around her to be miserable. She ain't going to be happy until everybody around her is miserable, the black female. You see, she def- you, you, bring, you bring a man home to your house and whatnot, somebody who you're serious about, you bring them around your black female family members. First thing they do, they looking them up and down. Yeah, how you doing? You know how the nigga women do? They looking them like, hey, how you doing? You know, they got that stink look on their face like, hey, how you doing? They got that stink look on their face. Because you already know what's about to happen next after after uh, after you leave, after the man leaves, you already know what's about to happen. They about to talk shit about him to, to her, try to get you get away all that demonic energy on him. Y'all know that look. Tell me, tell me I'm wrong. Y'all know that look. Your, your, your aunt, your auntie be over there. Uh, they friends be over there. You bring your, you bring them home. You know what I'm saying? Next day, you know they looking them up and down. You can feel a vibe in there. What she doing, bringing a man in here? They got that real stink energy. That's that bitter energy coming off of them, because they don't know what they don't know what it is to connect with a man. Well, they ain't had a man in so long. Like I said, they they washed up, man. You don't ever want to be like that. 
always be with men who are doing something in life, men who are doing real things in life, life-altering things. That's the men you should aspire to be with, men who are doing life-altering things. You see, even if they change in themselves on some level, the high up, like I said, sky's the limit. If you can encourage them to do more, then so be it. You see? Certain women, like I said, they aspire for different levels of different men. Everybody, some people aspire to the highest of the heights. Some aspire to the middle ground. Some, you know, you know, and some go straight to the bottom. Some go straight to the bottom. So go where you belong. Go where you belong. If you are a leader, be with a leader. If you are a strong woman, be with a strong man. If you are a semi-strong woman, be with a strong man so you can bring out that strength in you even stronger. You see where I'm going with this? Strong men is the foundation of a strong woman all the time, all the time, all the time. You see? And where does that come from? That comes from the woman's father. That comes from your father. You want your woman, the woman's father. That's where the strong connection is supposed to be. A strong father is supposed to produce a strong daughter. I'm going to say it again. A strong father is supposed to produce a strong daughter. The strength don't come from your mother. It comes from your father. And the strength comes from her father. If she has it, it got to come from her father. And so on. It's always the man who is the Lord. And in the, in the, in the woman, order is produced when she acknowledges the power of Lord. Then order is produced in her. She's going to keep order in the family. She's going to make sure that everybody listens to daddy. Everybody does what daddy says. Everybody. He's the Lord. He's, he's the authority in this house. He protects this house. He feeds us. He keeps the roof over our head. He's the one with the gold, so therefore he makes the rules. That's the golden rule. He's the one with the gold. He's the one with the wisdom, the intelligence, the leadership, the protection, right, the provisions. He can provide, so he carries the gold. So therefore, he makes the rules. He lays the Lord out. And if you, like I said, if you've made a wise choice in your life, if you ch- you chosen the right man, then like I said, you give him every, you show him that you have all the confidence in the world in him by putting your trust in that man. Put your trust in that man. You have to learn how to trust that man. You see. You should know, like I said, you, you get to see people, and this is why you, this is what you really need to get to know about people. So when people, when these people in these modern day relationships come, I want to get to know you, and get, they don't really want to get to know you. They want to get familiar with you. There's a difference. There's a difference between getting to know you and getting familiar with you. Do you know what I mean by that? Y'all know what I mean by that when I said there's a difference between getting familiar with you and getting to know you, the real you, versus getting familiar with you. In other words, do y'all know what I, y'all want me to tell you what I mean by that? I'm gonna break it down. When somebody's trying to get familiar with you, which is usually the females, the females don't want to get to know you. They're trying to get familiar with you. In other words, they're trying to find out what makes you tick, how they can manipulate you. That's what that means when the female says they want to get to when they want to um, get to know you. They don't really mean get to know you. They mean they want to get familiar with you. You see, they want to learn your habits exactly. Exactly. Learn your habits. Learn how to push your buttons. What, what, 
what makes you mad? How can they manipulate you? How can they get over on you in some kind of way? That's what the female, that's how her mind works, how she can manipulate you. The woman, she wants to get to know you. She wants to get to know if you're strong, if you're stable, if you're, you know, if, you know, if you're crazy, if you bugged out of your mind, if you, you know, if you're serious about what you're doing in your life, she wants to get to know that, the real thing. The female, she's just looking to find out how she can push your button, how she can manipulate you, things like that. See, because the woman, she's trying to make real plans for you. She has designs for you because that's why she's trying to get to know you because she wants you to, she wants to have a life with you. She wants you to be the father of her children. That's what getting to know you is. The female, she's playing games. She's trying to get familiar with you. Exactly, trying to run game, all that. That's what the female do. She's trying to, she trying to, she trying to uh, uh, get familiar with you. That's all. That's how you know the difference between women and females. That's how you know the difference between women and females. See, the females always trying to run game. They always trying to figure out a way to get something out to manipulate. Why? Because they was raised by their fem- by by they mothers, the female mothers. And I call them female mothers. I don't call them women because, like I said, they can't be classified as women. Because women don't play games like that. Women don't play those kind of games. See, women are serious about life. Females are not serious about life. Everything with them is a game. Every because they again they give in to their emotions. You see, they can't be taken seriously. Nothing they say, nothing they do can ever be taken seriously. They work off of their emotions. So they're trying to find out what emotions work best on you, what buttons to push when it comes to the opposite sex. That's how females work. They want to get familiar with the victim that they're going to lay with, the person who they're going to put their time and energy into. They want to get familiar with that, with you. They want to get familiar. They don't want to get uh, to know you, you see, because nobody should be. You ever, you ever heard that saying, oh, um, you could live with somebody for a whole, a long time, and you don't never really know them? You know, that's only true with males and females. Only male, I found, I, I used to say that, but I had to retract that. Because that's only true with males and females. I did say that earlier on, you can live with somebody and never know know them. But that's only true with males and females, and you know, somebody giving off male and female energy. That's when that's true. If you really are seeking to know someone, if you're really seeking to know someone, then you're going to know that person. You're going to know that man or that woman that you're with, that you're laying with. You're going to know them. You're going to know if they're they reliable, if they're strong, if they carry a strong presence, if they about what they say they're about. You're going to know that's what they're about. You're going to know that. You ain't got to believe that no matter what they say. No, they ain't never going to get you to believe that. That's something that you can't, that's something you can't fake. That's not something you could, you know, uh, act out or play around with. That's real. That's real. You see? Keep that in mind. So, like I said, when our people, we, you know, you act as though, oh, you don't know, we clueless about what men require and what uh, 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 males require, what women require, and what females require, just in the terminology of what they do. Are they trying to get to know you or become familiar with you? That'll let you know what you're dealing with. Because again, you you it should never you should never be saying things like, oh, you know, you can live with somebody this long and not know really know them. That's because you really wasn't trying to get to know them. You was trying to get familiar with them. That's why. That's why you can say that. We'll be right back. 
Thank you.
Uh, hey, this is Vendetta. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Vendetta. Vendetta, I have a quick question. Um, if you, those who have a soul, if they come forward as they are into the future, um, I don't want to say the same because you evolve, like, as you go into the future, but they come, like, you know, with a similar look to them, and, you know, they, they kind of stay doing the same things, like how you come forward as a leader over and over. Um, would you say that that you, your, um, the mates you're supposed to be with, is that also supposed to be consistent, or does it kind of depend on the type of children that you need in that time frame? Both, because what you required in the past is what you're going to require in the future. You know, you – that energy that you carry, the power you carry inside of you of strength requires someone to be strong as you to produce strong children. If that's just in you, that's in you who you are. You got certain people who don't require that or don't want to have nothing to do with that and they produce, you know, constantly come in that circle producing weaker vessels and lesser vessels. So. Okay. All right. That's all? Yep. All right. Menzak. Menzak. So, like I said, it's you were constantly, because what you are is what you are. If you are a strong man, that's who you are. That's the foundation of who you are and who you were meant to become. If you are a strong woman, that's the foundation of who you are and who you were meant to become. And it is who you were meant to be with. You see, that you can't get away from. You see, the foundation of us will always be the same. Like like the uh, sister made a good point. She said, who I am is who I am. I've always been a leader coming through here, and I'm going to be a leader coming forward and keep constantly coming forward. And those who are meant to be with you, those who are strong, those who are meant to be connected to you are going to be connected to you, you see, through that strength because they will find their strength in you. And it will be like that kindred soul, that kindred soul. You know, when you use terms like soulmate, soul denotes power. Soul denotes power, you see. So if you're going to talk about some soulmate or one who is a power mate, someone who is, you know, a, a, a power couple, a power duo, however y'all say, or y'all working together in a collective body, a power collective of people, whether it's a man with more than one merger or one woman, that's, that's a power merger. That's always going to be a power force, you see. And the people in those unions are together for the power. That's what makes men and women power, real power. That means control over yourself, control of your emotions, control of your energy, control. See, most males today, most of these guys, they don't have any control because they haven't grown to that. You have to grow into a state of control. I don't care how much you think you control as a young man in your 20s or in your 30s. You'll never be controlled as controlled as you are when you get into your 40s and your 50s. You're going to have the ultimate control, see, because that means you've been through everything already. And you can give to someone. You can teach someone. A woman should never be having to go through experiences with a man as he's growing. I'm going to say that again. A woman is seeking out strength, she should never have to grow up with a man or grow, grow, go through things with a man as he's growing. He's supposed to be already grown, and he's supposed to take her on that journey. He's supposed to take her on that journey of discovery. You see, 
he's supposed to bring out her the the woman in her. Now, how can the man your age and next to your age really do that? Y'all can be friends. Y'all can be friends. Y'all can be friends because that's basically when you were somebody your age around your age. I'm just again, I'm not taking shots at people who got the age thing. I'm not coming on no ageism thing, but when you are with somebody like who's around your age, you in your twenties, they in their twenties, all y'all really gonna be is friends. He can't really he he's not gonna really be able to raise you as a woman. Y'all got to grow up together. Y'all gonna be friends growing up together. But that's gonna frustrate the hell out of a woman and that's really not how things are supposed to go. You see. Not to get the strongest woman because the thing is you want the woman to be the strongest at her earliest age and her youngest age, you want her to become strong so she'll only grow stronger. That's her growing strong over time. The man has to be complete in his, you know, in his formation into a man to bring her through formation into a continuously strong woman. He has to be at that point already. He can't be, you know, uh, trying to guide her. He's trying to guide himself at the same time. He's trying to learn how to control himself, control his temper, control his spending habits, control the fact that he may not want to go out here and go with her. All the things he has to master as a man. All the things he has to master as a man. That should be mastered way before he starts with being, dealing with women like that as far as having children and things. That should already be mastered. Like I said, you know, those friendship things, you know, between men and women of the same age or whatever, they can, you know, they can go. They can go. I'm not down in those things. You know, if you're in that, that you, you got no other choice. But no, y'all got together on a friendship type of thing. Because nine times out of ten, y'all could have went to high school together, you know, college together, grade school together. And that's what friendships develop. But see, when you're trying to develop a union between men and women, Real man, real woman going forward, it should be older men who are reaching back towards younger women to bring them forward as strong women. Do I make myself clear? That's the ultimate. Back in the day, fathers used to give their daughters to men who were much older than them. They would give their daughters to men who were older. You see, because they knew that their daughters needed to have that continuation of a father figure as their man. They knew that their daughters needed to have that, especially in this time where children are being raised. You see, they know that they needed that. It made the young women be more strong and no nonsense because they had men who were strong and no nonsense. You see, young young guys, like I said, they some of them still got time for folly and foolishness. I'm not saying all. I'm just saying a lot all. You know what I'm saying, and even I'm gonna just say it like this: It's no shot at the young brothers because I was y'all out in the 20s. I was in my 20s and my 30s. I know how 20 year old men operate, young men operate, as opposed to how I operate now. I see the big difference. There's a huge. And my father used to always say, "You'll understand when you get." Or he said, he used to say, "You'll he'll, you'll understand when you get to my age how to be how to be about certain things. You'll have wisdom about certain things and whatnot." He was so goddamn right. He was so damn right. I was so glad I didn't have children in my 20s. I was so glad as a man I didn't have children in my 20s or in my 30s, hell, or in, or in my 40s. Because then I would have had to raise what you see out here today. I would have had to fight that and be combative with that which is out here today. I can be a better man for any woman who is looking for strength because I came through a lot to become strong. I had to come through a lot. Men have to go through that process. 
again, I'm not taking from the younger brothers out here who got women who with them and whatnot. More power to you, but you still got a lot of growing to do. You ain't going to get past that. You're not going to get past that. There's rites of passage for even men. Men have to go through rites of passage, and so do women. Certain childish things you got to learn to put away, certain childish behavior, emotions and whatnot, this infatuation nonsense where you see this one, you want to get with this one, you see that one, he look cute, I want to get with that one. Y'all shouldn't be talking like that in your your 20s. Y'all still shouldn't be trying to get to, you know, get familiar with guys or trying to, you know, you know, be out there talking to this one or that one, talking to this guy today, talking to this guy tomorrow. Y'all shouldn't be there. By the time you're 20 years old and you're 20, you should know who you want to be with, and that's it. That's how you're supposed to be. You should already know who you're going to be with. By the time you get in your 20s, you should already know who you're going to be with, who's going to be the father of your child, and that's it, man. All this playing games, or I'm going to see what's up with this guy. I'm going to see what's up with that guy. I'm going to see what he's talking about. That's a bunch of games, man. That's high school games. And you shouldn't even be playing them games in high school. You see? These are things that need to be fixed in our lives. Rectified is real men and women in our lives. You see? We have to rectify and fix a lot of things in our lives so that we can redefine and reestablish what real men and real women are again. See, we're not doing that. People still playing games out here. These females out here still being liberated and still acting like they women out here. They're still out here, you know, getting involved in these friendships that become uh, 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 relationships and then end up turning into and their disasters. Because a lot of times the young men, don't, they can't take women nowhere because they haven't been anywhere yet. They got a lot to learn. And say, I'll say the same thing about me. I'm not, I, I put myself, and I had a lot to learn in my 20s and my 30s, hell up in my 40s, and still learning. But we're a lot, a lot further ahead than what we used to be backwards. We, we, you know, it is what it is. I know a lot of brothers want to step up, young brothers want to step up, and that's beautiful. That's beautiful, you know, but be mindful of what you're stepping up into. See, a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all, y'all, a lot of y'all going to have to learn that the hard way. A lot of y'all going to have to learn the hard way. But don't uh, make the women suffer on the way to the lesson. It is truly a blessing when a strong man can gravitate or pull a strong woman to, especially when she's young like that because she hasn't been as scarred as women who get in their 30s and their 40s because 30 or 40 and all that's around the corner. And, you know, decades go like, like nothing. So when you're going through these things, when you're experiencing these things, it's really, you know, it's really key that you factor in that which you know, you can ultimately, you know, build a foundation on. You see. But let me put it this way. If I'm a bank, just just on the age thing, if I'm a bank that's been around 20 years, would you stick your money in me? As opposed to a bank, if I was a bank that's been around 100 years, 50 years, or 60 years, you know, if, if I was a bank that had been around at least 50 years, 
which bank would you trust in versus the bank that's been around 20 years? Y'all tell me. Because this should all be thought of as an investment. The one that had the longevity, right? The one that has the longevity. You trust those who have longevity. Right? You trust those that have longevity. That's been through things. You see? That's how you know you build strength. You know you build strength. You build power. By the years you put in, by being neophytes in the world, you see, by being neophytes in the world, going through lessons in life. Who else can teach you lessons in life if not your professor, if not your instructor? Excuse me, I don't want to say professor, instructor. If an instructor is teaching you, isn't it usually an instructor who is older, much older than you, versus an instructor who come in who your age and around your age? Isn't an instructor supposed to be older than you, much older than you? Hmm? When you and your university's instructor is supposed to be much older, right? Been doing it for years. Or if the instructor is supposed to be some young chippy, you know, and they, who are the same age as you, just barely out of damn graduate school. Which one? Which one you think gonna have the experience? Hmm? Experience means you had time to fuck up. That's experience. That's what experience really means. Experience is men having, and I'm wrong uncut. Experience is men who've had the time to fuck up because you're going to fuck up. In your 20s and your 30s, you're going to fuck up, but you cannot do that with a woman. It's okay for you to fuck up by yourself as a man. You can't do that with a woman. Her life is too precious, man. Her eggs are precious. Her, her womb is too precious for you to be fucking up with children. Y'all follow what I'm saying? I'm going to make myself class. I had to hate to use that language, but, you know, I had to make it even, break it down even more. Because it's all about building strong men and strong women. Once you start getting women to be more serious, when you get women to be serious, then you can get the strength out of them. Young men are not going to force them to be as serious as that because young women are not going to take men they age seriously. But that's all on it. Let me go and read these questions before we get out of there. Why does it take real men to produce real women? Because real men are the law. And... Only men standing up as law, being the law, will produce that which makes a woman strong, which is the order. That's the only way strong women are going to be produced, when they are in their role as the order. And that can only happen when men are in their place as the law. Simple as that. One has to be in place along with the other in place. Can't have one halfway in place or one out of place. No. That's male and female stuff. What is a real man? A real man is the man who keeps the law who follows the law, who sets the law, who leads his family, who stands for something real, powerful. What is a real woman? A woman who recognizes that and wants to hitch herself to that, wants to tie her genetics to that, tie her mind to that, tie her body to that, tie her soul to that man because she knows that she will benefit in the years to come in the long run, that that which she gives to that man will yield her great return. Can anyone be without the other? Can one be one without the other? No. No. 
That's why you see a lot of broken males and broken females out here. There you go, your answer. That's no men and no women not getting together. That's that's absence of men and women. Are males and females the same? No, they're not. Well, no. Well, I'm going to say it like this. They are the same. Males and females are the same as of, as in they vibrate on the same energy, emotional energy, but they're not the same as men and women. We're going to close out in the name of Amen by the power of Amen. Amen we trust and Amen we thank and Amen we continue forward forever. I'm the intellectual new Ben Minkari. Ben Mintelect Radio. See you guys back here tomorrow night at 7.30 for Mesoamerican Radio and regular Mintelect Radio at 10. Good night. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. Don't know where you're going when you're lost. What you need is more direction and get yourself some protection. I thought by now that you had learned your lesson. I'm stressing points and slamming all the joints. You call the real shit correction. You know the buck the way you feel shit, baby. I still don't think you understand. You lose the game. We get more props than damn. Rather, and it don't matter because when you flex, you're weak. So I'm a step just to speak about the counterfeit. Unlegit type of people. Those cellophane ones, the ones that you can see through. It's poetic justice because I'm mad with the past. So precise, my insight will take flight in the night and in the daytime. Because I don't come up with corny rhymes. I'm too devoted to the concept of getting mine. So here's the deal like Shaquille O'Neal. If you don't know what you're doing, how the hell can you be real? <laughs> Now in 93, realistically you should be well aware of all the evils out there. It's like a jungle sometimes. You get the message, you've got to rumble sometimes. It's getting hectic, emotions run deep, as times run out. Solutions, it's time to find some out. So according to me, suckers are barred from obstructing my discussion because I rhyme too hard. You take a whiff like a spliff here, like some fresh air. I came to claim shit this year. Take a stroll down the walkway or hallway or runway. Fuck with us, kid, you'll pay. I slay. And yo, I'm still on the expressway. I kick my essay, then you know we don't play. So pray that on your knees, G, cause it's the best way. Yes, the best way. Cause it's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're lost. It's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going. There's a large amount of whack crews For them I got bad news Time to pay your dues, you fools I'm like express mail With the script that hits Like the third rail When I shock the spot It's hot From the rays of the sun Original one The prophet sent to become A lawgiver Cause you shiver when I quiz ya All about the real Necessities of life All about the game And all about the name G to the A To the N to the G Star We know who we are But do you know who you are? You go down and look for justice That's what you find Justice Cause it's a long way to go When you don't know where you're going You don't know where you're going When you're lost It's a long way to go When you don't know where you're going You don't know where you're going When you're lost It's a long way to go When you don't know where you're going You don't know where you're going When you're lost 
it's a long way to go when you don't know where you're going. You don't know where you're going when you're long. What's up, 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 what's up,